Boston Sports Syndicate. Yeah. I'm missing you back to back to back to back to back. Nights in my place and I need you in my habitat. We don't need a time and a place. So yeah, baby, face it. You work overnight and I'll be okay. I'm missing you back to back to back to back to back. Welcome back to the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast. Michael and Bill Travers bringing it to you. Bill, how are we doing today on Sunday? Doing good. How are you? I am here and active and ready to go. Uh, James, welcome in again. Bam. James Cam. James Cam. So we, full disclosure, I, don't, I, I feel like we start this and we always say we don't really have much to talk about and then we end up talking for like 45, 50 minutes about one thing. But this time I legitimately don't think we have too, too much to talk about. But later this week, we will be releasing what? We will be releasing our first Red Sox podcast to be named later. And from what I understand... You guys, there was no shortage of breath no. on, on that on that podcast. No, you might want to take it in two installments if you listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> so the, listen to part one and then come back later We're gonna on. We're going to have a halftime show with me just singing the Star Spangles banner <laughs> in between. Yeah, I don't know how long your commute to work is. If you, if, you know, like most of us, I think we listen to it on our on our way to work. So yeah. depending on how long of a commute you have it, you might have it for most of the week. So that'll be out. Well, I'm thinking we're going to release that Wednesday. So, that, so be on the lookout for that. Um, from what I understand, it's it's quite long, and but from uh, well, from I, uh, let's not go quite long. I mean, it's longer than our normal podcast, but it's it's not gone with the wind or anything like that. It's not three hours long. No, but no intermission. But it's <laughs> but it but it's longer than what you expect from here. But if so, if you feel like you get you get shorted out of the episode today, this was my point. If you feel like you get shorted out of today's episode because it's not going to be terribly long. We don't feel. Then we'll make up for it with a. Uh, with a, a second sure. podcast being released on Wednesday, which will cover a lot of Red Sox stuff. So we won't cover too, too much Red Sox stuff here. Before we talk about anything at all, does anybody have any opening thoughts? I'm good. I'm really good. James, lay the Instagram uh, poll on me then. The poll, okay. The poll is, who would you like as the next Red Sox general manager? Billy Bean or Theo Epstein? And the winner is? Theo. Theo by a lot, right? So, 86%. So, 14. two things about the poll. <laughs> One, I want to start putting it on more than just Instagram. I want to get it on Facebook. I want to get it on Twitter. I want to get it, like, spread to the masses okay. so we can get, you know, more opinions, and then okay. we can manually tally the votes and figure yeah. out what the actual percentage is. No but my problem with this particular poll, correct me if I'm wrong. I'd have to hear what you say first. Either way, I'm not wrong. But Billy Bean or Theo Epstein, neither one is available, first of all, correct? They're both still employed. Everybody is available if you throw enough money at them. But but my everybody's still employed, right? And why are those my only two options that you gave me? Give me give me give me Theo against other, maybe. I would be okay with it. But Theo against Billy Bean, like you just set that up to be Theo. You just wanted everybody to say Theo. No. That that that's I mean, that's how it was set up. Correct or incorrect? Incorrect. So you thought that you could put Theo Epstein, who brought them their first championship in a bazillion years, against Billy Bean, and you think Billy Bean had a legitimate chance? I, you, oh, oh. <laughs> I just did it just to get. I a get poll no, no, I, I get it, but it, but I had no poll I, idea, and I wasn't gonna come to today's show without a poll. <laughs> well, thank you for coming prepared. <laughs> well, I think those are the two big names that everybody's talking about. Those are literally about. the only names from sports. Um, I already told you today, not gonna be today. My day. 
um, Sports Illustrated, Bleacher Report. These other names are, are like on everyone's saying. No, the I, top I, two names. I, I fully, so fully, fully get I it. I jumped on that bandwagon and picked those two names. I fully, fully get it. I, I wasn't was like, going to put Theo Epstein versus... Other. Anyone else. The, coming in. Uh, assistant to the Astros. Right like, in. Then Theo would have been still outvoted. I'll tell you, you know who is available or who will be available? Joe Madden? No. Oh, we're talking He's about a manager. Oh, we're talking about a different thing. We're, we're talking about general managers. Yeah, no. <laughs> Andrew Friedman from the Dodgers. The guy who has built the Dodgers into the team that they He'll are. He'll be available? He he is. His contract is up at the end of this season. And the Dodgers don't want to bring him back? I didn't say that. Oh, oh, oh. But he could but be available. Bit, but it's but it's more more likely than say like Theo who's still under contract or uh, who's the only, Billy Bean who's still under contract. Correct. Interesting. You just led me into what was what I wanted to be my opening thought, and I forgot. So thank you. My opening thought after we've already done the poll. A lot of firings today in Major League Baseball. Now, I'm I'm assuming you guys didn't touch on this in your uh, in well, your well. How could your, it when we recorded yesterday? That's a good point. No, that's a good point. But. A lot of firings today around Major League Baseball, right? Which is interesting because why do it going into the last game? Why not at least wait until the season's over? Like they do in football. They call it Black Monday. The the Monday after the final game of the season is generally when the coach fire. Blah, I got James disease. Is Jesus. when the coach firings come down. So, so why co- do it? Why do it today? My question would be, so like the, the, the coaches that got like, you know, uh, the Giants coach, Bruce Bochy, Bruce Bochy, he's retiring. Do you know he has the largest head in uh, Major League history? Bigger than uh, bigger Brett than James? Gardner? Oh, bigger than Brett Gardner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Just bring, bigger than James? <laughs> hey, seven and three-fourths. Uh, I think he's eight and a quarter. That's see, massive. Bo- Bochy is see, eight and a quarter. Eight and a quarter. That's bigger than me. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Bruce Bochy's retiring, so that's one thing. But like, I wonder, like, Clint Hurdle got fired, and he was... I don't want like I feel like again I don't know if the Pirates are even home today or not but he was kind of a fan uh, like the fans liked him Joe Madden is parting ways he's not going to mm-hmm. resign I don't know if the Cubs are home fans liked him but Cubs what, are not what, home Cubs are playing in so St. Then Louis so that, that that ruins my Cubs theory maybe even for the Pirates because I don't know if they're home but my thought would be you know maybe maybe give the the fans a chance to give him a round of applause or ovation or whatever who knows yeah but if he's fired he's probably not even there. No, no, he finished it. Most of no, these guys are they'll be they'll to be fired after. Today. Madden is going to finish the day. Yeah, he's just not resigning next week. Most of them, week. most of them, I want to say are, are are guys that they're just saying that they're going to part ways at the end of the season or they won't. Whatever it may Pirates be. Pirates are home, but they so maybe that's what it is for Clint Hurdle. But they, but they, they're not. They didn't get fired today. They're just they're they're or on Sunday because who knows when you're listening. But it's not that they got fired on Sunday. It's that they won't return next season. That's what most of them are. Okay, and you know how you know how everyone needs their fifteen minute news or twenty four hour news cycle, quote unquote, and they just need to get the, all the reporting. So probably you know pregame they ask a question, are, are you returning the coach? And they say no, and then boom, so and so's fired or not coming back or whatever. So I wonder if it has something to do with the fans for the Pirates, if that's something. But was that your opening thought? No, my opening okay. thought was. And he thought we weren't going to get our show. <laughs> now I'm just stalling. No. <laughs> the opening thought was. Is, was, going to be. <laughs> is about to be. No. It's. <laughs> I'm quickly losing interest, so please get to it. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of firings around Major League Baseball. A lot of managers getting fired around Major League Baseball. No general managers getting fired around Major League Baseball, though. That's weird that they're getting rid of the coach prior to getting rid of the, G- the general managers, I would say. 
Wouldn't you say, James? Because and when Dave Celtics. Dombrowski when <laughs> <laughs> when Dave Dombrowski got fired, everybody told me that that's not weird. You don't normally let the you normally or you let the general manager go before the coach, right? So all these other teams must have it backwards. Where are you going with this? That it's weird that Alex Cora still has a job and Dave Dombrowski got let go, which is why which is what I said a few weeks ago. And now all these other firings around Major League Baseball, but it's the coaches being let go and the GM still have their okay, jobs. Okay, let me... Weird how that happened, Let me counter happened, with huh? that. Did any of those coaches win a World Series last year? No, because only okay, one can win the so... World Series. All right, well, did any of those GMs win a World Series last no. year? You could you could make no. the same point. No, But if... I don't know if you heard the that John Henry and Tom Warner and Sam Kennedy did an impromptu, I won't even call it press conference with the media because they wouldn't let television cameras in there, but they did answer some questions before the game Friday night against Baltimore to close out the weekend series, and they were asked why was Dombrowski fired. It was their first chance to go before the media since Dombrowski was let go. And their basic answer was the same thing we've been hearing all all along is they did not think Dombrowski was the guy to bring this team forward. Because of his style, his style of loading up with veterans and selling off your farm system and going with a high payroll. They said they want to get their payroll under the luxury tax threshold. Okay. So they didn't think Dombrowski was the guy. Okay. So why did you fire him after the Patri- the, the night the Patriots got their rings and not after the season? Because allegedly the, uh, they were there for Ortiz to throw out the opening pitch for that Sunday night baseball game. Because if you recall, the Red Sox had a Sunday night game the same night the Patriots had their season opener against yep. Pittsburgh. Yep. They were all there for Ortiz to throw out the first pitch. So Dombrowski cornered them and said, basically, are you bringing me back? And they told him no. Word got out. So the Red Sox had to release the statement before the rumors started spreading. It's so lame. That's, I mean, it that's, may be that's, lame. That's it may be lame. I think lame. what's lamer is they didn't come out the next day and answer questions. And they addressed that. They said that they didn't think it would be fair to do that, which I totally disagree with. I think you don't let speculation run wild. You come out, you answer questions, you put whatever spin on it you have to. Instead, they left it to Cora to field all of the questions the next day when they had their next game, when he met with the media before the, before the next day. So that, to me, is lame. I can see Dombrowski f- forcing their hand. Having you know, having them make that decision and then saying, "Okay, if you're not bringing me back, I'm out of here now," I can understand that. They should have gone before the media and answered all the questions then. Yeah, what I guess I mean, I mean what's wrong the, with it? If he's media... if they don't think he's the guy to move them forward into the future, if he's if he's equipped or capable to make the type of deals that they need to make to still be competitive and get under the salary cap, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with what? What's wrong with coming out and saying that? Oh no! Dave, there's Dave did a great job, but we think. I mean, they said they just said it three weeks later. We need to go in an opposite, in another direction. Yeah, I just. Fine. I'm just curious as to why you just don't let him play out the year. Why? Why do you let because him go? Because he left. I mean, I mean, okay, so he was a baby and said, "I'm out of here." Then, fine, screw it. I don't need your, the last six weeks of my paycheck. Is that basically what he said? What he said? But he, I just thought it was. I don't know. I I think the whole situation was it was bad timing. It was ter- It was poorly played. But at the end of the day, my ma- my main point and and thought was. It's odd that all these managers are getting fired and not GMs. When I was ridiculed for saying that it's weird that they fired the GM instead of the quarter instead of the instead of the quarterback instead of the uh, the instead coach. That's all. That was my only point. So Debbie's asking, why did they bring him in in the first place? To if win they a knew World his Series. ways. Exactly. They brought. He did the he job. Did his job. They brought him in to do. Now they need something else, and he's not that guy. 
No, now they need now they need a, like a recovery system for that for the Dombrowski hangover. They right. need a Billy Bean or Theo Epstein. No, a, they don't. They need a player, <clears throat> a, a general manager that builds a team. But take salary. Take a look at some of the moves Theo's made in the last few years in Not Chicago. Great. Not great. And, no, their, and their farm this. system isn't that great right now no. either. So we talk, we the Theo thing's that. a little bit of a myth. And I was on board with bringing him in, but then the more I looked at it and the more I heard about it. And the Billy Bean hype, I'm sorry. Like, cool, they made a movie about him. No, that's not it. That's but not it. Look what, what, look wait, what he's wait, done wait, in wait. Oakland. Look what he's done in Oakland. Look what how, done in how, Oakland? Look how competitive they have been with, with a small market team. They've won 90-plus games the last two years. So They've made Bay. the wild card the last two years. So exactly. Bay. Exactly. So, my so point what is, could somebody like that, what could a GM who's able to to accomplish that type of thing with – ver- I'm sorry. If they're able to accomplish that type of, of winning record with very little payroll, what can they do with some money? But it's not the same because – No, it's not the same. And you, the reason why Billy Bean came to his fame, one, because of Moneyball, two – is because they didn't have they they are trying to find analytics and all that stuff. That's what baseball is now. Everybody's doing that. It's not it's not it's not exclusive to Billy Bean. No, it's not. But there are all sorts but some of guys are better at it teams. than others. I Kansas mean, if it was City. if it was easy to do all these other, you wouldn't have half of the teams in Major League Baseball tanking right now. How about how about the GM well, for Kansas also- City? How about the GM for Kansas City who brought them to back to back World Series and actually won a World Series? Billy Bean, nice story. Cool, they made a movie. Brad Pitt killed it as, as Billy Bean. Awesome. Jonah Hill was you know a what? I don't. Assistant, I actually, but he hasn't done anything. I actually, Jonah Hill was to me the, in that movie was the smart guy. The guy? Yeah, Billy Bean guy. did not come off looking good to me in that movie. But Billy Bean was a known commodity here long before that movie came out because he, because he was supposed to come here, but exactly, but then and then he turned him down. Whatever. But my point is, is like. Realistically, Billy Bean has taken a small market team to the American League Championship. Did he even get to no? Uh, he didn't. Did he even get to an American? You, League you're missing my point. You're missing my no, point my completely. Point is there, there are there are so many other options, but yet the, the maybe the, if he had more money to spend, he could bring in a, a bigger money, a bigger name player to augment all these other good players on the team that they've built, and maybe they would get to an American League Championship or even Who's a World the general Series. General Manager Tampa Bay. Uh, I know the name. I can't Who's think of it off the top of my head. Who's the general manager of the Kansas City Royals that brought them to actually win the World Series? I don't know. Do you see my point? Those are two small market teams that have been good. But but the only reason Billy Bean's name is Billy Bean is because of Moneyball. Nationwide. Maybe not here. I No, I disagree with you. And he and he may have started the analytics, but there are people who are doing the analytics stuff better than him. In baseball circles, he's well known. Not just but, because of the movie. Because he started the movement. But the fact is, Billy Bean... But it's not exclusive to Billy Bean. That's what I'm saying. There are other there are other GMs that are doing it better than him. I just gave you two examples. Hey, no, that's fine. There are, but I'm saying it it might be Billy Bean because that's a household name. People know that Billy Bean name, and to sell to the Boston market, you sell household names. Everyone knew who Dave Dabrowski was. I'd rather t- I'd rather take the guy that won a World Series in, in Kansas City than the guy that I, that took the that took the Oakland Athletics to the American League Divisional Series. I understand, and I, I and agree. I don't even know who that is. I agree I that, and, and that's that's my point. Is that, that that's your point? But don't forget, we have people outside of our point and our understanding the way Boston works that only see household names, and they want those. You get I guess. Of, yeah, yeah, no, I, I get you it. You get but what my point is? I get it, but I mean, it's it's it, that's that. I mean, it hasn't. I mean, I guess it works. He won a he won a World Series, but like, I don't know. What I I just it, it's the infatuation it's the infatuation with Billy Bean that drives me nuts. No, now I I understand, and 
I I don't care who. I just want the Red Sox back having a parade and duck boats going down the city. That's what I want. As I'm, I hate to break it to you, that's not going to happen. And again, I want to talk too much about the Red Sox take away the thunder out of the thing. But with them wanting to stay underneath the salary cap and what the position that they're in now, they've 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 ham, hamstrung themselves on trying to be really competitive and signing things, signing players over the next three four years because of all the contracts that they signed. I, I disagree, but. but but let's let's not uh, let's not go too too much into the uh, into the Red one Sox. more thing is they've also said they want to bring an ex- in an experienced GM somebody who has been a general manager before so they're not going to promote from within in house they want to bring somebody in with GM experience homework assignment James find out who the general manager of the Kansas City Royals won when they won their World Series but now we'll get to the next part where we we get the questions from the gram look it up after you give me the questions from the gram. James, yep. give me the questions. Questions from the gram. I'm getting them right now. I am overwhelming him with information. Dare to make no good podcast. <laughs> okay. Will Sony Michelle be the lead back by the end of the year? That is from our own Natty. Yes. Yeah, I think so too. Give me an alternative. Nobody. Assuming he's healthy, give me an alternative. Assuming everybody's healthy, he's the lead back. It's so. I mean, you could argue James White. I would say no. It's a three-headed J- James White is a is a receiving back. He's yeah. not. He's not your lead running back. The problem with the running game right now, and I'm sure we're going to get into this a lot more, is the patchwork offensive line and the loss of James Devlin. What's the other question from the, James? Do you think he'll be the lead back? Yeah, he's the north south lead back. Okay. What's the next question from the Graham? How many teeth has? Stanika. Stanika. Forty goal off his. I have no idea how many teeth he lost. Well, that, that's from our friend Wava. I have no clue. <laughs> Wava with his obscure questions, I have no clue. <laughs> I, yeah, he always sends. He did take questions. a puck to the mouth, and it did go in. But I don't know how many. I don't know how many teeth okay. he lost. Well, that's it. Or how many he has. By my the way, my that, question would be: Did he come right back into the game? He didn't. I don't think he came out of the game. They're hockey players. Yeah, that kid's gonna be a stud, though. Which I've said his name. I said his name last year. I don't know if I've mentioned him yet this year, but he's gonna be a, an absolute stud. He is an offensive Patrice Bergeron, and he's going to be a stud. Okay. What's an offensive Patrice Bergeron? Patrice Bergeron-like player where you're a two-way player, but, oh, okay. Patrice but he's more offensive. Patrice Bergeron is a two-way center who's who's a defense first, and then he scores. Okay. Nope, I understand. Stenick is going to be a two-way, a two-way center who's going to be good in the defensive zone. But he's gonna score. He's gonna. He's got a scoring touch to him, okay. kind of like uh, Jonathan Taze of the Blackhawks or Anzi Kopitar of the Los Angeles Kings. You made up that or, last name. Nope, didn't. Nope, didn't. <laughs> Jonathan Taze. Taze, I know. How do you spell it? T i e v e s, something like that. T o e w s. I knew it was something. Yeah, because that's. I knew toes. it was something that doesn't sound like Taze. That's toes, but I don't. Whatever. I guess that's it's not for me to do. Um, all we really have to talk about. Is the Patriots game that just happened? They played the Buffalo Bills. They they uh, squeaked well, the it out. Bruins have this season open a Thursday. You don't have anything to talk about with that? Not yet. No. no we've we've learned nothing about this team in the preseason because hardly anybody played. Well, kind of took an Alex Cora approach to the preseason. Didn't play many bit. of his regulars. A little bit. But the thing about the Bruins is it's basically the exact same team that you saw lose in the Stanley Cup Finals. And we saw how well that worked out with the Red Sox. So I mean, it's it's basic. I mean, it's basically the same team. So unless there's like some crazy surprise coming out of left field, like Charlie Coyle's going to play the wing on Patrice Bergeron's line on first line, then there's really not too too much to uh, to uh, to talk about. 
when it comes to the Bruins. I had a, until, quest- I had a question for you, and it just escaped my mind. Until the uh, until until the season actually starts, this really. I mean, what we going to talk about? Tugarask? No. Silver paid. The elite is he not? Like it, It's just it's almost the exact same team. So we know we know nothing really about this team so going Tampa into. Bay's a wagon. <laughs> yada yada yada. <laughs> And they're gonna get proven wrong. Okay. That that so. came up on the baseball podcast yesterday Toronto's, too. By the way, Toronto's also a wagon this year. Oh, yeah. Can, can you have two wagons? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> have you ever played Oregon Trail? You can have as many <laughs> wagons as you want. <laughs> that that's still a game. I don't. I don't. No. Know. no. I don't yeah. think I've played it since we're, I was in we're, elementary we're school. Right oh, you're really dating yourself with that. <laughs> yeah. Oregon Trail, kids. That was a computer game. Yeah. <laughs> that. Um. Everybody dies. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, so the Patriots game. Puck. What are your initial? Oh, I know uh, what my I know my question with the Bruins oh, is: oh. Is Chara going to start the season? Yeah. Didn't he have uh, some other type of injury that has he had surgery on beside the broken jaw? No, no, no. Uh, there was some speculation he would be ready to start the season. No, he, he, think, he's played a little bit in the start. preseason. I think he's going to start the season. I mean, I, 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 they followed him around with his intense workout regimen, and he's been skating. So I, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure he's, he'll he's going to start the season. Almost positive. Okay. We'll talk about it more next week. When they actually play a game. Yeah. That matters. Patriots game. Give me your initial takeaways. 16-10 to 10 victory over the Buffalo Bills. Give me your uh, initial thought uh, of the game itself. Ugly. James? Ugly, ugly win. James? Nothing was working. Incorrect. Offensively, nothing. Offensively, was nothing Offensively. was working. Special teams, the defense, yeah, want to get another game. My first two thoughts of the thing of the game itself were: the last two weeks, I took the opponent to cover the to to with the points. For the Patriots, you know, to not cover the spread when they played two pitiful, pitiful teams. When they played My, Miami, Miami and the Jets, and the Jets. This week, I said, you know, you know what? I'm going to finally believe in the Patriots. This the spread was seven and a half. They didn't cover. Another loss for me. Anyway, my other thought is Mike. while this, while this, well, they won. They won the game. So ultimately, it doesn't. I mean, that the the, the gambling betting world doesn't matter. Ultimately, it's it, they won the game. The, the other thing, the gambling betting world is what makes the NFL the number one sport in America right now. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent right. Makes more money than probably. Than, I mean, it's unbelievable. But the other thought was while they while they were basically choking away the game in the second half there all i could think about was timmy tutern coming onto the stream today while we were watching on facebook live <laughs> and throwing it in all of our faces luckily that didn't happen thank god now give me some give me some of your thoughts takeaways whatever whatever you might whatever you want to discuss about the actual game itself well the offense just really could not get in, get going could not really do anything buffalo has a very good defense that should be no yeah, surprise yeah they're not that good they're not that good no they they do have a very good defense they have some playmakers on defense and they have a very good secondary which just, just shut down if if you saw most of brady's incompletions which he was 18 for 39 so he had quite a few didn't have a lot of guys wide open i think the Patriots, offense as a whole just looked horrendous today they did. I mean, many, it, it looked like they came into that game without a game plan. Usually on the opening drive, how often do you see a Patriots go three and out on an opening drive? Actually, I think they got a first down. They went four and out. How often do you see that? Usually they'll have a game plan in place. They'll have their first few plays scripted. They're able to move the ball on an opening possession. When they don't, you know you're in for a long day. I, how, do you have it in front of you? How many passing yards did, did did Brady have, and how many rushing yards did the team have collectively? So I feel like they had not. I, the Bills had to have outgained them 
in yardage. Brady had 150 passing yards, 18 for 39 with one pick. Feels like a lot. I don't. I, I, maybe I mean it's. It didn't even feel like he had that many well, passing. He, yards. he had a couple of couple of big throws. He had one on the touchdown drive. Uh, was a 28 yarder to. Um, oh, White he, James White, and he had the the one over the middle that didn't get called back for pass yep. interference to Josh Gordon. That was probably 30, 40 yards or, or so, right? Right. So there's there's two big chunks right there. How many rushing yards they have as a team? Uh, they don't have it added up. Three seventy two, six. Uh, they had about seventy rushing yards. They had less than two hundred and fifty yards. Offense, correct. That is not good. Well, no. they only scored one offensive touchdown. Not great. And as as much as we as much as we have been praising the offense for how good they have been, it was a completely different team today. You think it's a one off? Are you concerned at all about the offense? Is it? Is it? Is was it just had like a perfect storm where they're banged up and and well, exactly Buffalo's, and Buffalo's exactly. good? I mean, what what I mean, what they, was it? Because it, it it looked bad from the start and it just felt like it was just getting worse. Like I said before, you've got a patchwork offensive line. You've got Devlin who's out now, which is why your running game isn't clicking. Last year when they went when they played Buffalo, they ran the ball a lot against Buffalo. Uh, Sony Michelle had a big game last year against them up there. They just couldn't do that this year. They couldn't get anything going Every in the running time game. They were going to pass the ball. Buffalo was blitzing. Yeah, they were. They were all, always pressure. Which usually a blitz, Brady can beat a blitz, but they, the receivers weren't getting any separation. No, which was your problem today. Now you've got Edelman, who was questionable going into the game. You had Burkhead, who was questionable. I don't know if he had. Did he have any rushes today? I don't recall. Um, did Edelman have any he receptions? Had, Burkhead had one rush. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Burkhead had one reception. Burkhead had no rushes. So nobody was taking the pressure off of Michelle. You couldn't have that, you know, that um, change up to come in with, with Burkhead and give Michelle a break. How, how many how many targets did Edelman have? Had seven. Yep. Because it felt like he was non-existent out there, too. But again, he was questionable coming into the game. That was basically a game-time decision. Yeah. Whether he was going to play. I mean, the dude's probably got broken ribs or a broken sternum or something or like that. had nine and only caught two. Josh Gordon pulled a disappearing act. I thought. I feel like the whole offense pulled a disappearing act. I mean, it's, well, no, I mean, but it, if, it starts and ends, it nope. starts and ends with, with with Brady, obviously. But I mean, when you've got a big physical receiver in Gordon, how about throwing some balls up and letting him go up and get them? Yeah, I don't know that that's ever been really his. Uh, I mean, it, that's never really been what the what the Patriots have, have been doing for the last three weeks. Not just, I mean, maybe against Pittsburgh they kind of did that, just kind of huck the ball and and have him go get it. But that's like. Brady had no time. It, it, I mean, the offensive line didn't give him any time. We know he's not mobile. He wasn't creating time for himself. How many times did he throw the ball and you said, "Oh, that might be intentional grounding"? How many times did that happen? Yeah, three or four. You know, and and, and I just it, that's not a good. That's he not was actually called look. for it at least at least once. He got, I think if it was not a couple time. of times. And, it, and they said they missed another one. There was, there was at yeah, least they clearly two. missed there, one. There had to have been three or four where you're just like, "Oh, who's he? What is he looking at? Who's he throwing to?" The interception. That was another one. The interception was a terrible throw. He tried to force it into Edelman, who was not open. But it wasn't even the man covering him that picked the ball off. And he had Jacoby Myers. Short of him. Short, short of the end zone, yeah. which maybe Myers could have made a play. Yeah. But he didn't even look at Myers. He threw it right past him and got picked off. Which, I, which was huge at that point because Buffalo turned around and brought it all the way back up the field and ended up kicking a field goal. Yeah, they got some points. So... To me, there were a couple times, too, where we said Buffalo, like, Buffalo, why are you, I think it was a fourth and goal, the second fourth and goal, the first one they got with Allen, which we'll talk about because James hates that rule. 
But we'll talk about that in a second so we don't start yelling already. And why wouldn't you take the points? You're down 16 to 10. Yeah, 16 to 10 was still like a good 10. Well, it was more than that. It was like 10 or 11 minutes still left in the fourth quarter. Like it turns out it may, it may and have went for them over down. a little bit. Like, yeah. take the, like how, again, why are teams so stupid when they play the Patriots? Because I think they try they to nervous. they like, outthink themselves. Like what do we what take They were going for the win. You go for the win in the UNC Clemson scenario that happened yesterday. Did you see that by the way? Yes. The UNC Clemson scenario. That's where you go for the win. When Spoiler, you're a gazillion point underdog at home, you probably aren't going to be able to hang with them in overtime. That's when you you score with what thirty seconds left or whatever it is. Thirty-one. You go for two in that in that situation to win. When you're right there, when it's eleven minutes left in the game, you're down by six. What? What? Like, why wouldn't you? Not only that, and, because and your worst, defense is stopping the Patriots on every drive. The yeah. Patriots are going three and out. Maybe they'll get a first down, but then then they're punting. So your defense was doing its job. It's, so you take those points and you try to get the ball back, especially in a six-point game. Right, that's what I was going to say. You kicked it there, 16-13. Now you don't need the touchdown. Now you can now you can get another field goal and then and then figure it out for overtime or whatever it may be, but but you're not you set yourself up to fail there because by not getting it, now you have to go all the way down the field and get a touchdown again. Which you couldn't do that time, so what makes you think you're going to do it next time? They one touchdown the whole game. One touchdown in four weeks against the Patriots defense. Right. Take your points when you can get them. And the touchdown they did get, James, I know you don't like, but it was the right call in that scenario. They're on the one. The second time they're on what, the three or the four? They were on the three. Like that's you're that's completely different. Your quarterback can't jump up over the line and, and, and score a touchdown. Right. That's a completely they different were, scenario. They were on a three and they came out in a four man uh five man wide. The Patriots almost pulled a uh a move that if 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 on that last drive, if what's his nuts doesn't throw an interception, I would have lost it. I would have came out Barkley? here screaming because what? the Patriots pulled what the Steelers pull every time against them, what the what the Texans do every single time against them. They're pressing, pressing, pressing the entire game. Oh, I know where you're correct. And, correct. And, and, correct. You come down to the final possession of the game, and all of a sudden you're running zone. Right. You're backing off. You're rushing three, leaving the center of the field wide open. And now, it worked out. It, it worked out. It did. It did. But, well, they tried to keep them in the middle of the field because Buffalo had no timeouts. So they wanted to keep them in the middle of the field and burn time. So it did work to that aspect because, if you notice, they were they were only uh, they only had four, three or four men on the line. Most of the game, they had eight on the line, and they would you know drop different people back, rush different people, blitz. But when you got into that situation, they went into a softer defense they only had a few men at the line, and they were trying to keep the play in the middle of the field to run out the clock. As Buffalo got into Patriot territory, then they started bringing more pressure up front. And that's what led to the interception. Yes, you're right, but they shouldn't have like they should have just stuck with what was working, and no no one's blood pressure would have been raised. You wouldn't have said, oh, you got to be kidding me, every time they completed a pass for 15 yards over the middle. Well, like, it... it now it worked out at the end of the day. One, one of the reasons I kept out. saying you got to be kidding me is because you had Matt Barkley making you thing. look torching you. Here's the thing. So the first Bills fan, Timmy Tuturn, if he comes on here during this thing and starts talking about how the the Bills would have won if Josh Allen was was going to stay in the game and and or like the, how we were talking the, about <laughs> the first Bills fan that does that, you know what? I, I'm going to agree with them. Josh Allen changes that game for me. 
Well, Josh now, Allen. Will they win? I don't know. Josh Allen also threw three picks. But so let's pump the brakes on yeah, Josh no, Allen no, a little bit. Did that in the but, first. but but Josh Allen's mobility is he's he's significantly better than Matt Barkley. Not even close. His mobility is a game changer in in situations like that where you can move, you can shift the pocket, you can like. Would they have won? Maybe not. Did Josh Allen getting hurt? hurt their chances of winning that game? I think it did. I don't think so because Barkley moved him right down the field. Yeah, see, I, th- I think it did. I th- now, Matt Barkley did a very nice job stepping in. But as a Patriots fan, I said, oh, it's Matt Barkley. Like, now, now, like, I'm, now I'm really not too worried. I thought that at first until he started chucking the ball all over the yeah, place. I, th- I think Allen gives them a much better in that in the last few in the waning seconds of the game, the last the last minute of the game, whatever it is, I think that they that he gives them a much better chance at winning that game than Matt Barkley. Okay. And, and I mean, you can think what you want. What I'm saying is if when I hear it from a Bills fan, normally I would say you're an idiot, but in this case I say, you know, you you, you might be right. It probably would have given them a better chance to 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 be in the game at the end. Your coach kind of ruined it for you by not taking those points. And we had a comment from from uh Jill saying that in in the chat saying that the Bills coach showed no confidence in his defense. And she's absolutely right. She's right. But why? The defense was was stellar all game. Shut out probably the, the highest flying offense, if not the second highest flying offense in the league right now, with the Ravens and the, the Patriots and the Chiefs have to be your top three offense. I don't have I don't have it in front of me here, obviously. But after three weeks, the Patriots have to be in the in the top three in the league in offense. Have to be. Have to be, yep. Yep. Opponents are not. And your defense was they, they were great. They shut them out after the first quarter. They were great. If your special teams were better, you you win that game. Right. If your puncher gets gets that punt off, you win that game. And don't forget, their kicker missed a field goal as well. Missed a forty nine yarder that would have made it even closer. We, we didn't, yeah. We, we didn't even. Yeah, but yeah, but a forty nine yarder, a forty nine yarder on missing? artificial turf in in good weather conditions. Listen, a, a veteran kicker should make that. Hauschka's a very good kicker, and he's Been good around from like, for a long he's time. Good from like sixty, but but I'm but what I'm saying is is like if you miss, that, if you miss any if you I understand that fifties now are are kind of chip shots for these guys. Those were point, those were points left on the field. I understand that, but missing a forty nine yarder, I don't think is is like I don't think that's condemnable. Like it's not like no, but my point is points were left. Those on the board. were points left on the field. Yeah, I mean the Patriots did the same thing with. Well, it was an extra point. With yeah. your boy missing another, missing another. Uh... Too much kicker talk already. It's not. It's not too much. <laughs> Rafi, Rafi just got his two hundredth hit. Good for him. I hope it was legitimate, and they didn't. You know, they didn't go into a shift the opposite uh, way and leave him a wide open hole. So, <laughs> can someone tell me what happened with a uh, minor? Yes. With Texas. Okay. Yes. So okay. here's the deal with that. So we got. So, hold on. So someone tweeted about it. Getting off the Patriots game for a second. Can, all right, here's what happened. Um, was it Mike Miner? Yes. Pitcher, yeah. pitcher for the Rangers, all-star pitcher, very good pitcher, left-hander. Very good story, by the way, because he's like 50. <clears throat> he's old, and so, he like got hurt and missed a bunch of time. But anyway, go ahead. So he's in, in uh, the, what was it, Thursday afternoon game yep. um, against the Red Sox. He made his last start of the season. He had He was going for 200 strikeouts for the season. So he had, I think it was eight or something. He was one strikeout away going into the eighth inning. The Red Sox swung at the first pitch for all the batters that came up in that inning. Which the Rangers claimed was so he couldn't get that 200 strikeout. 
I say they've been doing that for the last two weeks anyway, so. Did he get it? Who knows? Let me finish. Okay. So in the ninth inning, leadoff hitter swings at the first pitch, flies out. Chris Owings is the batter for the Red Sox. Do you know who he is? Yeah. Okay, Chris Owings is the batter. He had a one-strike count on him. He hits a pop-up just off the first base line. They let it drop. Everybody yelled at the first baseman, let it drop, let it drop, let it drop. He did. Miner comes back and strikes out Owings to get his 200 Good. strikeout. Good. Cora had something to say about that after the of game. Of course he did. The Rangers turned around and said, well, the Red Sox will swing at the first pitch, so he couldn't get that strikeout. Plus, after Erod was going for his 19th win and did not have it, but he had the luxury of, again, getting a ton of run support, Cora did everything he could to let Rodriguez finish the fifth. The fifth. Yeah. And it ended up Vasquez had to throw out a runner stealing second, which if you look at the replay, he actually made it, but the Rangers were out of challenges, so they couldn't challenge it. So that got Rodriguez through the fifth, and he ended up getting his 20th win. So after the Red Sox did all these machinations to get their pitcher a win, they had a hard, they had a problem with the Rangers doing something to get their pitcher his 200 strikeout. I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with any of these the, the only any of these milestones or records that don't come naturally within the course of the game. If you have to contrive something to get it, then does it really mean as much? Did you really do it? Yeah, no. maybe maybe you did, but you you wouldn't do something like that in the second or third did they start the, of the season. Did they give the first baseman an error? I don't know. No. I they don't know. As just uh, a foul ball. Just so, a foul ball. So I would have been more. I I would have been a little bit more mad if there were like two outs in the ninth, like two out two outs in the ninth, and it was a it was a pop up in fair territory, and the first baseman let it drop for him, give him another batter. But to let a foul ball drop, I don't think that's a big deal. I don't think that really matters. And of of course, Alex Cora would get all. Get all ultimately, is a big deal. Well, no, and, I mean both teams are out of it. Alex Cora, a lot of. Uh, Let me guess, Red Sox fans. No, some major league. Yes, that's that's. It's not Brett Favre laying down so Michael Strahan can touch him. That's not that's not the same. That's thing. enough. That's a that's an excellent example for him to get that sack record. Yeah, but, that was contrived. Yes, so do you that, really have the record at that point? But you're not setting a record. You're just trying to get a milestone for your career. And it's again, it's not like there were two outs in the ninth. And you just let the ball drop. Or it's the, not like or let it go through the legs. Like, throwing a pop up so Petey Alonzo can hit a home run. He actually earned his home run. I, I still, Did he get his fifty third? Yes, gotta get I still, I don't know. I I don't think it's that big of a deal. Not not for it to be t- like tweeted. Not for it to be tweeted about. Well, in this day and think... in this day and age, it doesn't matter what you do. If if you take a wrong turn on a sidewalk, somebody's going to tweet about it. Like why can't you just why can't you just take the guy take like last year the Red Sox left Chris Sale in too long to, so he could, he he threw a hundred and some odd two hundred and thirty something pitches so he can get his two hundred strikeout in front of the in front of the home crowd. Mm-hmm. It was 300th. No, it was his 300th in Baltimore in front of his family. Whatever. And that was two years ago. Whatever. But other than that, you nailed it. <laughs> Spot on. I'm never wrong. No. A journalist, you're not supposed to know who, what, where, when. Well, I'm not a journalist. I'm a podcaster. So it's, it's, uh, it's, but it's the same, it's the same thing to me. Like, and if the Red Sox were swinging at the first pitch, so he couldn't get the strikeout, that's kind of bleh on the Red Sox part. Well, again. Who cares at that point? Season's I over for both teams. Way, but if the dude wanted to get his 200 strikeout, like, he, he got it naturally to me. I think what was worse is um, the Cardinals and the Brewers are still fighting it out for the NL Central, or were still fighting it out for the NL Central. And uh, they were, the Madden. Cardinals were playing the Cubs, and Madden 
didn't play his best players. And, you know, somebody said, well, what about the integrity of the of the race and things like that? And give them your best, so make them earn it. Yeah. He said, I don't give a bleep. Yeah, they wouldn't do it for me, so why should I do it for them? Right. And again, what I mean, if, if I'm if I'm whoever he did that to, I would say, well, you know what? You probably lost the game to some crap bag team you shouldn't have lost. You blew a game in the last inning. Like, it doesn't come down to this one game. That's not the way. That's not, Especially not Major League Baseball. That's not the way it works. Well, baseball has these all these unwritten rules. You can't do this. You know, you nah. can't do that. You can't bunt to try to break up a no-hitter late in the game. Nah. You can't steal a base if you're up by six runs. Not about it. Not about that life. Like, just play the game. You can't flip a bat. Yeah, no, play the game. Like you, you need to do stuff like this to be, to kind of be relevant. Major League Baseball is so boring, and nobody likes it anymore. But do these, like, I don't know. Just let 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 the kids play. I guess is let the kids. That ought to be their motto for next year. I think that was their motto this year, wasn't it? <laughs> let the kids play. That was that was that last was, year in the playoffs. That was the Toronto Blue Jays. Let motto. the kids play. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was their motto. That's anyway, true. we're talking about we're talking about the Patriots. We yeah, we're going to talk about the Red Sox, and here we are. So, Goskowski. Are you still are are you still <laughs> concerned? I would say are you still concerned because you should be. But I guess the, the the better question is, what is the solution here? Let them work through it. Are you going to cut them? Are they going to cut them? No, they got to at least bring somebody in, like, give them some competition. We keep saying, well, you know, it hasn't mattered yet to this point. That blah blah blah. It almost mattered today. It could have, still didn't. But it, it I mean, it almost did. That point, at some point, that, it that asked, point it's going to matter. Because if they if Buffalo would have scored that touchdown. It would have been a 17-16 game. I can do math. I can do math. Good point. I'm, 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 but you're I'm right. It, what I'm, I'm saying is, is that in in the last three weeks, whatever he's missed hasn't really factored into the game too, too much. Today would have. Could have. Could have, yeah. Could have. Are you bringing, like, what are you, are you cutting this guy? Like, what? What is the solution here? You've got to bring somebody in to light a fire into him. You can't just let him... Keep going out there and missing extra points. Field goals are one thing. Extra points, that's yeah, four in four games now. Those are gimmies. Four in four games. How about the decision, was it late or mid-second quarter, maybe even late second quarter? They were on the 35, maybe fringe. Yeah. Fringe Just field on the goal fringe range. field goal range, yeah. Fourth and, wasn't close, fourth and Fourth six. and six or seven. And memory, James. And I think I was flipping through red zone half the time. And they decide to go for it instead of kicking the field goal. Right. Left points on the board. Maybe they, I don't they, remember how the drive ended, but but you leave you leave points on the board there potentially. They did they get the first down? I don't even remember. No, 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 they they fell like three yards short. Yeah. You potentially leave points on the board there. Like that's like that's the kind of stuff that you don't really look at or don't realize when you're when you're. I mean, yeah, sure, you, you notice he misses a field goal. Like that's that's easy to see, but. In a situation like that, like that's three more points that they may have potentially left on the board there. Right, that in, could make a, a difference with it because because Bill doesn't doesn't trust his kicker. How can you not like? Oh, it, I don't know. I, it's 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 getting to the point now where it might start to work me up, and I'm trying not to let it. Well, is it getting to the point now too where it's just so in Guskowski's head? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and you know, I mean, kickers they're 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 a fragile bunch. They're a, a bunch of pipsqueaks. So I mean, they. Mentally, they they're they're nightmares, but I just I I pay, you pay, have focus to have a, focus. You're, you you're to, watching red zone. Focus. <laughs> well, now now I'm watching another kicker with a great leg, and they're about to get to like the fifty, and they're gonna and and Zerline's gonna they're gonna they're gonna let him kick it to further prove my point. I was trying to prolong the kicker talk to prove it right here on the spot stuff, but 
they have to find a solution here. They have to. And and I still stand by that. Anyone that's sitting at home right now as a kicker isn't worth a damn. And should and and Gaskowski's probably better than whoever whatever Australian dude is sitting at home right now or or random kid like the the dude from the Jets that was like a he worked in Boston as like a consultant or or like a, or something like that that they had to pick up because they've gone through six kickers. Like the, there's just there's no competition out there for him. Maybe not, but if you bring somebody else in, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe the guy's been working at it, you know, in in practice. Who knows what it is? I say, is let, it could it be Dale the holder? Try. If it's the holder, man, then you got to figure it out. I don't I, like get someone else to do it. Have uh have Stidham do it or or Cody Kessler. You signed him or you signed him. Have him do it. Or, or do you make? I don't know. Was was he on the active uh, roster? Cody, Ke- I don't know. Kessler was not on the but, active roster. You know. Have Stidham do it. He's gonna do right, right now. I think I think you're right. I think they're stuck with him at this point. There's nobody out there that's any better. If there is something mechanically with him or something with the holder, See what Chad do. coaching, <laughs> coach him, teach him, fix him. Oh, that sure. Not teach him. Obviously, he knows how to kick. If you, you could just fix te- him. if you could just coach or fix anybody, then you can bring anybody in and do it. How about stop screwing with his kickoffs and just let him kick the damn ball through the end zone like everyone's supposed to, and then. Let him focus on kicking field goals. Stop trying to have him like do these stupid high pop ups and well, that maybe, they've been doing for the last four years and stop like just let him kick the ball. Or or like James said, let let Bailey do the kickoffs. Yeah, sure. That dude's got a boot. He he does. He does. I, he has I, a I don't boot. get why the the punter can can do the kicks either. Like the first team he can. That, the first team that does that will be the Patriots. Will be Bill Belichick. It's to like, save a roster spot, he'll use a punter and a kicker as the same player. It, I, it if just, they can find a guy that can do it. I bet I bet this dude Bailey if can they, do it. If they can yeah, why not? Okay, too much kicker talk now, for real. Again, um, we James. We've got to come up with a different name for the episode, though. We used that last week. <laughs> <laughs> James, you dislike the call. Yes. On the, on the, touch, on the Bills' touchdown. No matter what team would play, I don't like the call. We don't play. No matter what players. No matter team, what game it is. No matter yes, what team. Or what so game, if Brady did like it, it, you wouldn't like the call either. No. Pretty so, so what that. we're talking about is Allen jumping over the line, sticking the ball across the goal line, yep. while still in the air. Yep. Then he gets hit. Yep. The ball gets hit. Was it Van Noy who hit him? Yes. Knocked the ball loose while he was still in the air. But as soon as the ball crosses the goal line, that's it. Plays over. Touchdown. Yes. Zerloin hit that fifty-eight yard. Zerloin. Zerloin hit that fifty-eight yard field goal. <laughs> now I want steak. Wonder, in case you're wondering. <laughs> yes. Why don't you like it? Because why? Why to you is it not a touchdown? Because the play's not over yet, so you're on the ground. What do you mean the play's not over? If if it was a pass and the receiver caught it, but then wasn't fully completed, and then different thing. You're not an established how, runner. How it, Let how, me ask you a question. If you're running to the sideline and you dive and you reach out, what happens? The second that ball touches the line, you're out. So if you're diving. And and you dive out of bounds, and the ball gets knocked out, and you're in midair, but the ball's Hold out on. of bounds. Hold you're on. out of bounds. You have to control the ball to the ground, though. As a receiver. No, as, as a runner. As a runner. You have to control the ball. No, you're right. As a receiver. No, you don't. As, as a receiver, you have to control the ball to the ground. Runner, once you're established as a runner, it's the plane. Correct. So then by your... But, 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 no, no, you can't you can't fumble a ball. Wait. So by your judgment on the touchdown thing right now... All of the times that guys try and jump for a first down, to try to try and like reach out for a first down, get get tackled and brought backwards, they should never spot the ball where where he was reaching out. Is what you're saying? 
because he wasn't on the ground. Yes, because no, I, 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 no, I'm gonna go with what I'm saying. No, the rule is all you have to do is break the plane. It doesn't matter when Michael Vick was dancing all over the league in 2002, 2003, whatever year, whatever year that was, and he's diving for the pylon. There's a difference between reaching, reaching for a first down, or reaching for the goal line and being pushed back, and losing the ball while you're in the air. All you have to do is break the plane. I know that's the rule. That's it. That's all I know you that know that's, that's the rule. It's just to me. He was in the air. Come on, this is the NFL. If we don't like rules, we change them. Look at the pass interference call today. Look, look at when when the <laughs> no, Patriots you just, you just were driving towards flag. the end of the day. Yeah, you throw. Oh, I didn't like that. I think he, that was pass interference on that play. Whoop. So they threw the flag. Thank God they didn't overturn that because it wasn't blatant. If you're going to be going after every little ticky tack thing, there was a case today where uh, a Patriot player was uh, going after uh, Allen, and somebody pulled his face mask. Refs didn't catch it. Oh, let's throw a flag. Let's go back and review that. I mean, they throw a flag for everything anyway. So, I mean, everything. But is a it'll flag. it'll be horrendous if you start doing it for every little thing. It's honestly and, and kind, the pass it's kind of inter- horrendous now. Like you said, the pass interference. That's that was the tip of the iceberg. You're, op- yeah, you're opening a can. Oh, of worms opening a can of worms. That was that was the cliche you used. But the but 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 the the ball. I mean, the rule is all you have to do is is, is get over it. It's touchdown. I I, don't, I mean, in in. No, by the rule, that's correct. By the, by the rule, it's it's the rule. I just I'm not a fan of it. I just don't see how it's any different than than when the razzle dazzle was happening and people are jumping out and reaching for the pylons or dudes flip over and they they extend out and reach for the pylon. I don't see how that's any. I don't see how it's any different. It it shouldn't be allowed. Basically, until the player is on the ground, that's a live ball. Your only real argument could be when a when a wide receiver catches the ball in bounds but gets pushed out of bounds and it's incomplete. That could be your argument, but he's not an established runner. That's the thing. Once you're an established runner, there there used to be a rule for that, and they changed it. It used to be what? you. It used to be you could call that the receiver was forced out, didn't have the chance to come down and bounce. That was the judgment called by the refs. They changed that rule. I don't know, fifteen twenty years ago, that the receiver has to come down no matter what. He can be pushed out of bounds, and it's an incomplete pass. Right. So but, so but again, that, that, didn't like the, a rule, changed it. <laughs> yeah, that felt kind of sucks with that rule book, huh? Yeah, they do because it it depends on what rule screws what team. NFL, if that happened in a Super Bowl, and a team won the Super Bowl or lost the Super Bowl based on that, on based on they what? would be the 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 play today with Allen reaching over the goal it's line. It's a touchdown all day. It's not even it shouldn't even be by a the rule. It's a touchdown all day. I don't see how. It, what does it matter if his feet are on the ground? Does, Why does that matter? Because he didn't keep control of the ball. He doesn't have to. He just has to break the plane. If, if you're if you're a runner and you've established as a runner, yeah, and you go down, and the ball hits the ground, that's ground can't cause a fumble. Correct. Correct. What if you are trying to get extra yardage, and you stick the ball out, and a guy comes by and swats the ball out of your hand? As long as you're not down, it's a fumble. So how is that different than breaking the goal line? I don't. I don't. It's. It's. I don't understand. It's, I, I, I it's don't, the same play. It's not because because. The because you broke the goal line, be all right. So that's, the play, that's, that's the, plays, the plays over as soon as the ball crosses the goal line. It's, it's the the plays unless over you're as soon a receiver the ball crosses out of bounds. Unless right? you're a receiver and you catch it and you have to maintain control the, to the ground and get two feet in. The field of play is goal line to goal line. The goal line effectively is out of bounds. It's this, it, it it acts as the same thing as as the as the sideline markers. Essentially, that's how touchdowns are treated. What does it matter if your feet are in the air or not? I don't know. I just then why I, does why does receiver need to get both feet in bounds? Because you need to establish zone? possession. 
You need to, you need to establish yourself that okay, you have the ball. So he wasn't on the ground, so he didn't establish possession. He took well, the break. He, 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 he jumped off from the ground. His up. feet are on the ground when he's when he's all up in the he, center and he takes he the was, ball and he didn't jumps. have possession. He, what? what? He has possession. What are you even saying? He I'm has saying. possession. He takes the snap. That's possession. We need five more minutes to be an hour, so I'm trying to do anything. About Can you imagine if the Patriots lost the game? How much we'd be railing about oh, this? Oh, no! I would. Can no, you imagine? Would it would have been James needs the Snickers. <laughs> I would have said, "What do you mean? What do you mean? It's, it's not even a, a question. Bogus, it's a touchdown. It's, it's a bogus call. It's no matter what. It's the right call. That's no, the rule. I don't care if it's a rule or not. Oh, okay. It's it's also the rule that if a team scores a touchdown in overtime, the game's over. Okay. Oh, let's change that because Mahomes didn't get the ball. Well, that's Andy Reid being a baby. Uh, that's uh, not the uh, same thing. Uh, that's a, this, this is a freaking – what does it matter if his feet are in the air? Or James the doesn't like the rule, so we're like going to change so it. We need to change it. Why don't you like the rule? That's my question. Because stupid rule. Because Brady can't do that. Brady yeah. has to go underneath. Fair. Brady can't it's jump fair. over. Is it is it much different than than a guy who who takes the snap and tries to dive and reaches out and barely makes? So if he so if Tom Brady is sneaking underneath his center's legs like a little kid and he reaches out, the ball crosses the plane, but someone smacks it out. The play's not over. That should be a fumble. Is that yeah. what you're telling me? Oh, because his feet are on the ground, it's okay. That should be a fumble. So unless now, unless his knees are on the ground. So now when a, when a receiver catches the ball, runs for five yards, and reaches out to reach to the pylon, and he breaks the plane and he gets smacked out before he hits the ground. That's a fumble. That's a fumble. Yes. That's so stupid. How is that stupid? Oh, my God. That's incredibly the dumb. The play is not on the ground. How is that stupid? <sighs> because it's consistent. No. It's treated no, no, the no, same no. way as the out-of-bounds line. I, I don't care The goal line is break the plane. That's it. I, well, that's stupid. But if a runner sticks... I, let That's me, stupid. It's let, not a, It's not an argument. Let me go on record here as I don't agree with James. That's the rule. Fine. <laughs> but you're you're using out of bounds. If a runner is running and has both feet in bounds and he sticks his sticks the ball out out of bounds yeah. and his feet are still in bounds, yeah. he's still in bounds. No, That's not. a live play. No, it's not. You it's can't stick the ball out of bounds. It's not it's not by where the ball is, it's where the feet are. No, it's not. Yes, it is. If he's still in bounds, and he sticks the ball out of out the sideline. If side he's line. running like this and the ball's out of bounds, that's out of bounds. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's where his feet are. No, he can bring that ball back in and keep running. No, it's no. He yes, no, he can. can. Yes, yeah, he can. can. As soon as it yes, breaks the plane of out of bounds, it's out of bounds. No, it's no. not. So no. if a guy's run, so you're telling me if a guy's running down the sideline like like uh, like this, and, and, if, he, and if he goes to make a move, if he, if somebody's coming at him and he goes to make a move and he and he takes the ball and he and he does a whoop. And he sticks the ball out of bounds. As okay. long as he's still in bounds, he can bring that back in and keep running. True. Yeah, that that is. True. I don't think that's that true. Is true. So if someone's coming up and he like sticks his arm out to the sideline and then spin moves around him, as long as the ball is and the ball goes across the breaks the plane out of bounds, that's okay. Yes, no. yes, it is yes. okay. I don't believe you. Yes, I do it is not okay. believe you for one second. If you the might feet be are right. not out of bounds, you might be right, but I don't believe. You for what one second. what if you catch a ball out of bounds, but that's your the, feet come down in bounds? Mm, that's a good point. It's a catch. That's a catch. Okay. It's a good point. That's <laughs> a good point. But the but, no. but my point was when you're when you're reaching out because that's what he did. He reached out. Right. When you're reaching out of bounds. He re- as soon, right. as, that as, ball, soon as, the as soon as the ball crosses the plane, crosses the plane in his possession, it's, it's a out. touchdown. It's out. Like you're done. You break the plane. That's the rule. That's the rule, James. Rule. It's a stupid rule. Oh my god, you could not be more wrong. I'll- He's just mad that he's, you know what, if Brady did it, he'd be praising it because, one, Brady plays for the Patriots, and, two, you know what Brady is? 
The GOAT. Three? You know what Brady is? <laughs> James, who's your quarterback? Not Brady. On his fantasy team? Yep. yep. Yeah, but how does somebody scoring a touchdown That's a rushing affect touchdown. that? It's a rushing touchdown, so you get five points. Against you. No, no. no that Brady's hurts your on Patriots. his team. Oh. Brady's on his team. That would have been a rushing touchdown. So if Brady did it, oh, he it would it. be... He would he would love it. The thing is, Brady can't do that. Would have been no. a brilliant. Brady play. can't do it. Actually, I think Brady has done it. Not, Brady has. not recently. No, not he recently. Job, but he went like this. Not recently, not but he has done years. it. And he didn't lose the ball. And, and running backs have done it too. It's not it's not just the quarterback. Yeah, everybody does it. Running backs have done it too. Everybody does it, and it doesn't. It, you notice how? I mean, oh man, James, you're just trying to you're trying to get me riled up. It worked. It worked. It worked. And one we're hour. at one hour. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. We're at we're at like fifty five minutes because of the intro. No, we're at because of the intro. We're not quite there. But uh, the Facebook intro, it's like four or five minutes long. But neither here nor there. Any other? Do you have any other thoughts from the game? My head's starting to hurt from thinking too much. Yeah, I need to look into. Well, the, I need to look into the established runner. All right, <laughs> enough enough rule sidelines. enough rule talk. Um, can we give? Even more praise to the Patriots' defense. Yeah, defense, was, defense has been incredible. Each one is getting a single. Uh, Jamie Collins and J.C. Jackson are getting stars. J.C. Jackson is quietly making himself into one of the top defensive yes. backs, not only on the team but in the league. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for a J.C. Very quietly. Whoever, whoever, <laughs> whoever was on the thing today, was it Dan Fouts and Ian Eagle? Ian Eagle said this secondary is scary good. It is. And it's crazy it is. because – because not that long ago, ago it was you were like oh, they were they were getting thing. old yeah yeah and now all and it's still sudden, mostly the same guys now now JC Jackson was hurt all of last season correct yes like he was he was hurt so if he wasn't you couldn't really see what he was he got drafted last year right first for first, uh, first I round? think he was a second, second rounder round? second round and they they're wondering at coming into camp if he was even going to make the team and this this the defense has looked it, it's it's been unbelievable and and I mean. They gave up a touchdown today, though, so they're in decline. But clearly, but what three picks should have been four? Should have yep. been four. Three picks. Three picks. And a special teams, special teams touchdown. Yep. Matthew Slater. Actually, wasn't it four picks? Didn't they get one right at the end? Yeah, no, that uh, was the Jamie third Collins. one. That was the third one. I think that was third. Yeah, because yeah. uh, oh, that was the one that was one. overturned in the yeah. in the end zone when they Correct. went for it on fourth down and didn't kick the field goal. Yes, that one exactly. Oh yeah, that that worked out. It's. Every team when they play the Patriots just morons. I, I did call it, and all said no. I said they're gonna go for it. Yeah, and you were wrong, and so were they. Yeah, yeah. Good, good call. I don't know. You, you and the coach should be best friends. I don't know. You both were wrong. Like I, I, I didn't have to be right on that one. I knew what they were gonna do. James during the thing told me he knows. While we were watching the game, said, "See, told you, I know football." That's what James told me. Played football in high school, so yeah. he's he's got one up on you and me. That's true. That's true. He knows football. <laughs> Anyway, James, do you have any final thoughts? No. Bill. Catch our podcast later this week. Wednesday. Red Sox, Red Sox podcast to be named later. Wednesday. I'll have a fancy it'll have a it'll be so it will be released on the same the same channel that you can that you listen to this podcast. But it'll have a different logo. So if you want to look for just those, you can look for that logo. That'll be the easy way to spot it when you're sifting through. If you're the, on the our episodes. social media, the logo will be up there. It'll be all Red Sox. We won't be talking about any kicker talk and, Although, and no NFL about, rule if you, talk. If you talked about Tampa Bay being a wagon, then you weren't talking about just the Red Sox. Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, oh spoiler alert. Got it. They're not a wagon. They're not. No, they weren't yeah. the wagon we were talking about. Um, but wagons were discussed. Interesting. So you guys were also playing there the were, Oregon Trail. There was some wagon talk. 
We were getting our Windows 95 <laughs> and our AOL. James you, have, James, you have two homework assignments to report back to next week. This is going to be a new thing, I think. I'm going to give James homework assignments at the end of every podcast. One, find out who the Royals' general manager was when they were winning the World it. Series. Well, don't save it. <laughs> two, find out what the rule is on an established runner out of bounds okay. when carrying the ball. Okay. Don't forget to check out the brand new podcast that'll be coming out, Red Sox podcast we name later, like we already said. That'll be out Wednesday, the first one, and they'll be doing three more installments, I believe. Uh, actually, we're maybe doing even more than that. Oh, we oh. we uh, may be coming out with one right after the playoffs are over to talk about uh, talk World about series. the playoffs, talk about the World Series. Interesting. Okay, so look for, look for those in the future. Don't forget to check out our articles, which are coming pretty steadily. And James will have his uh, new and improved college football rankings, which yes. he says are uh, are a uh, a must-see for this week? Yeah. Shake-up. Top three shake-up. com for all of that. You can also find all of our social media, our merch store. You can also use code BSS at SeatGeek.com to save yourself $20 off of your first purchase for any ticket to any game or concert. And don't forget to check out Claim to Fame Entertainment.com just below James there if you're watching. If not... Claim to fame, entertainment.com. Their app, their app has been released on Android. on Android. If you have an Android, so you can look, you can search claim. Is two weeks. James, if James stop interrupting me, unbelievable. <laughs> iOS is not out yet, is what he said. But yeah. if you have an Android, which I don't know who has Androids, but if you have one, it's uh, claim your fame is, is the <laughs> is the app. There's a Star Trek joke in there somewhere I could make, but I'll let it Please go. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Boston Sports SYN on Instagram and on Twitter. And as always, thank you guys for listening. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Music for the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast provided by IMCDM. Boston Sports Syndicate. I'm missing you back to back to back to back to back. Nights in my place and I need you in my habitat. We don't need a time and a place. Oh, yeah, baby, face it. You work overnight and I'll be okay. I'm missing you back to back to back.